welcome to the Backend Engineering Show with your host, Hussein Nasser. This is the show where we discuss the art and the craft of building software and cover recent news on backend technologies. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and rate it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. With that said, let's get on the show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What is going on, guys? My name is Hussein, and uh, I, I want to discuss this article a little bit, and um, which, which is titled, Stop Using react uh, I have my opinions which I'm gonna leave them to the end of the video about react in general but what I want to discuss here is this article raises very good points however I think the author have missed a great opportunity to kind of touch upon the react community and inform them instead of having writing this article in a way that that kind of represents almost like a way to attack which which I which I disagree with absolutely right so 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 the author raises great points five points I think I don't agree with all of them obviously and then you can go ahead I'm gonna reference the article below and I want you, whether you like React or, or you don't like React, I want you to go there with an open mind. Just like I did, basically. I go there and then read, genuinely read, and, and, and see if these points are valid. Right? And that's, that's my goal. I think that the author have failed in, in, in bridging the gap to deliver this idea in, in, a, in a very friendly way let's say right the comment section is is a, is basically a massacre you can go and read that it's just a carnage uh, i i feel like people are talking on top of each other and there is no value of things but what i want to make in this video and hopefully hopefully achieve is to deliver the author's original point and some of the comments that i read in the comment section in in a very productive let's say way so we can get value of this article get the value that it deserves and try to remedy some of them because these are good points some of them are really good points and some of them that are made in the comment section from the opposite party where they support react also make great points and react is here to stay obviously as whether you call it a framework or a library, I still don't know what, what people refer to. And some people say, no, it's not a framework. It's a library, Hussein. It's a library. Don't say it's a framework. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, it's a library. But yeah, whether you use it there, 
if you enjoy, absolutely enjoy it and it is simplify your life, and, and that applies to other frameworks and other libraries as well, by all means, use it. My opinion about the thing is you got to know how it works. And some people don't agree with this, but I'm going to expand on this opinion in the end of this video, guys. So how about we jump into it? So the author Ender here, uh, the first point that uh, he or they bring here is it's low. I think a little bit, it's, it's, it's a generalization, right? Because yeah, here's, he brings you the receipts here, with it, which is another great article. That's, that's another thing I loved. He's referencing other articles with more details of, of, of measurement of sites with Reacts, measurement of sites with Angular, Vue, jQuery, and all that stuff, right? However, if you understand the first principle of everything, if you know how React works, if you know Angular, how, how Vue, how jQuery works, right? Then you're, you're, you're formidable, basically. You, you understand things. So you're going to use it and you're going to incur the cost of using it because you know that you cannot escape the value, the value add of using these frameworks or libraries uh, kind of justifies the cost, right? That being said, this is good, right? You say, okay, we know now, oh, sites where they act are slower than normal sites. That's not always the case, right? It depends on the application author, which is the front-end developer in this case. How did they author the app really matter, right? So having saying React is is slow in general, maybe that's true, but I can build, I might be able to build a React app that's generally faster than a normal classic HTML5 app with vanilla JavaScript if I know what I was doing exactly. And if my use case, so it really depends on the use case, it really depends on that, but I think that's a, that's a, that's kind of a valid case in general for, for if, you, if you don't know what you're doing. You just slammed React to build an application that doesn't scale with React, right? <laughs> Someone used a great analogy here. Let's see. Okay, there you go. You cannot hammer a nail using a sword. This does not mean that a sword is useless. I love this a lot. I love this. Gorov. Thank you so much. This is really nice. I love this analogy. Yeah, React is the sword. But if you're if you're if you you want to hammer a nail, don't use the sword, right? Doesn't mean sword is badass, right? <laughs> you can use it to do other stuff. Does that make sense, guys? Again, I'm gonna tell you this, just full disclaimer. I don't use React. I'm I'm a backend developer. I live most of my life with databases, proxies, reverse proxies, backend backend life, all 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 life, all all day long, right? For for 15, 16 years now. When I build front-end app, which I did, I used, uh, I should have started with that. I used Jake, I used vanilla JavaScript and HTML. I used, that, that was like early 2000s. Then I used a framework or library or whatever you want to call it called Dojo. I don't know if, if you were, if, if many were, were even born 
when, when Dojo was there. Dojo. And then I used jQuery. And I regretted all of these decisions in my, in my career using Dojo and, and, and jQuery. Because these libraries started doing things that I did not anticipate and my performance uh, suffered as a result, right? I thought I'm gonna I thought I'm gonna leave my opinion to the end, but it looks like I'm mixing and matching here things like but yeah that's that's my opinion. So that's if I want to build a front-end app, I use if there is no reason for me to use a library, I will not use a library. If I can make a call with built-in first principle fundamental function that exists in every browser called fetch or XHR why would I import a library that does that thing, like Axiom? Yeah, you might love Axiom, but I don't need to use it. Why? Why would I import a third library to do the same thing that I have in built-in? I'd rather use the built-in stuff as much as possible. That's just me. Obviously, you have feel free to disagree or agree. Sometimes I find myself that I absolutely need a library. Building charts, building pie charts. I have no time to draw graph and draw angles and stuff like that from scratch. For that task, I would import a library that does only that thing. I'm not going to import a library for something that I can do with native tools. Does that make sense, guys? It's expensive, the second point. It's expensive. Because of having it as a single application page, SPA, single page application, which is something I le recently learned about in the web, that people are doing this thing, which is kind of neat, right? Using the history API, right? To build a single page API, right? It says single page application, where you download everything in the client side and just now everything is in the client. You don't need to go back to the server. So, so, so the client, as they go, they become stronger and stronger as a, a terminal apps, terminal devices become stronger. The single page application become really, really powerful. So yeah, if you have a badass iPhone 11 Pro, why not run single page app? It's really, it is gonna, and you have a great bandwidth, then you have a great app experience. You don't have to go back, call the server, yeah? So yeah, I agree. It is sometimes expensive to download that huge chunk of JavaScript and everything that you need in the client side and have everything in the client side. If you can afford it, then why not? Yeah, it's expensive, but if I can support it, if my devices, if my apps are designed to be for certain markets, certain slice, if, if it's an internal app, I would go with that choice. However, the author is right. You gotta know, as a front-end engineer, you better know that it is expensive. You are not allowed to bypass this. And, and here's the thing. That's why I, I, I flip parties. Always I think from, I try to be empathetic for both parties. Like, if you're gonna use React, know the cost of React. Know the cost of everything you use, guys. I always say that. First principle fundamentals. What is this thing doing? Does that mean yet if you want to drive a car, you have to know how the car works? 
Absolutely not. But if you're a mechanic and you're driving a car, you better know how the car works, right? I'm not a mechanic, so I don't need to know that stuff. But if I'm from an engineer, take pride of your work and know every single thing that your libraries are doing. Because guess what? If your app broke, nobody's going to blame React. They're going to blame you. You authored the tool. You authored the page, right? You You better know what's going on. So that's my argument with this. Yeah, it is expensive. But if you came in and say, Hussein, I love React. I know it's expensive when in this case. However, I am willing to incur the cost of that because the benefit outweighs that little cost. And my apps are written for latest generation phones anyway and it will be consumed by this market only then i'm gonna say kudos dude that is awesome the third point if you're building just if you only know react for example and you don't know basic javascript and html and you don't know any of that stuff and you just know react because it's easy for example and you built an app that just built a generic website and this website is expected to be consumed by everybody, even feature phone, then I am with the author on this one. You better think about this. Is your app going to be consumed by 2G connection or, or even 3G or 2G or Edge wireless connection on, on, on Nokia or, or, or cheap feature phone? If yes, can you rebuild it using just simple things that we know javascript and html and if i can minimize the cost of things back to how costly is this thing guys right that's why what i'm trying to do i'm trying to kind of navigate this article so that it's it's on the positive side and and trying to to extract the value of this article so that both parties can benefit whether you use React today and just be aware of these things or just you don't use React and you might consider it to simplify your workflows in general, right? So it's inaccessible and I have to agree with this one. Yeah, if you use React, and I, by the way, I didn't know that, right? It's like, yeah, if you use React, your app will not be accessible by older apps. And, and guys, 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 if you use React and if you think any of these statements are that i said in this video are incorrect please correct me in the comment section below i'd love to learn more because again i have never used react i read the uh, docs i know how it works i did not use it so you might know way more than i do and i met, i have missed some of that stuff in general okay react goes against what the web was made for so the web, guys, what is the web, right? It's a web of resources, right? You consume a page. That's how the HTTP protocol was built. It was built so that you make a request and you receive a response. You make another request, you make a response. It's a, it's a request-response system that is built on resources. And then we have put this 
the websites and then websites have resources such as CSS file, JavaScript and all that stuff. And we realized we made a mistake as the web grew with the number of resources. We improved the HTTP protocol to HTTP2 so that we can streamline and multiplex resources across a single TCP connection so that we can achieve more, more and more performance. However, what this is doing, React is, is not really following that path, if you think about it. And I, I have to agree with this, right? It's not natural with the flow of the internet. What you're doing here is you don't download information when you absolutely need it. You download it all when you start the app. And then, so yeah, you can almost work offline if possible. And then you add service workers as a proxy so you can, you can fetch more resources as needed, right? I'm pretty sure there is, might be a way to configure React so that it doesn't do that maybe, right? But if there isn't a way, then this is kind of, Kind of, you're going into a native model, like like a native app. I download the app, and then wait until it loads, and then use it. And then, and as as this article says, if you click a button and then you waited more than three seconds to open the page, users will abandon the website. And I have to agree with that, right? So the key here is, if I click on a link. If that, if I, if I can afford to wait, like I'm playing a game and I understand that the game will take time to load, I might be okay with it. And if I, if I get a great performance later, but if I'm reading an article and I, if, if it's someone tweeted something and there's an article, I click on that and it takes like three, two, three, four seconds to load. I'm gonna close. Personally, I'm gonna close. I'm not gonna wait. So. How can, it depends, again, this depends on the use case. So I don't fully, I agree with it like 50%, 60%. Yeah, it's different than the web used to, but we always try to improve things, right? And uh, yeah, the, the site is still available technically as multiple resources. It's just the front-end app is written in a way so that it downloads everything and then consumes everything as a single page app so that you get this native experience, which is not bad. It's just, I don't know how I feel about that, to be honest. It's just, again, back to the user experience. How do you personally feel and how do you, what is the use case you're building exactly against? Is it the game or is it just a blog? A blog, five seconds to open a blog. I might be exaggerating a little bit much. Can I open the blog page on in, in fraction of a second and as I scroll load more information that's great the fifth point is made by these people this is a this is a political discussion I'm not gonna go through it to be honest because it's your opinion I mean yeah like Google is any better than Facebook or I don't know it's just yeah I'm not gonna go through this I don't agree with this point so it's just yeah it has nothing to do Facebook as an engineering company I absolutely love what they are doing, right? It's just, they, they are sharing their engineering resources. React is a great tool. It's a great technology. They, they, they made it for them. Just like Kubernetes made by Google to solve Google problem, I feel 
This is how I relate to, right? So just like Google built Kubernetes to solve their scaling problems, because Google is Google, Facebook built React to solve certain problems with their client apps, with React. We, as the users and developers, blindly, and I find this in the backend as well, blindly implement Kubernetes, blindly, just because it's hip and cool. That's the problem. React is the same thing. You do not need React all the time. Think about the problem and the use case. Do I absolutely need this thing? Ask yourself, well, yeah, Hussein, I find that React solves all these problems for me and I, I'm not, I don't have time to rebuild all these components. So I'm going to use the reuse the great components. And I understand, I understand the expense of the reloading of resources, the expense of the React library, the expense of this, the expense of that. I am willing to take this cost. If, if you really, really, really know all that stuff, by all means, use it. Kubernetes is the same problem. I find a lot of people build kind of small apps from day one as microservices and they complicate their architecture unnecessarily. Despite they have they can have they could have built this as a monolith and they scale the monolith nicely, right? So it's 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 a it's a balance. Both in the back end we have the same problem. The front end I think I think you guys have the same problem. So it's 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 a balance. Ask the question, use case, and to me that the most important thing, how the heck does this technology work? And not a lot of engineers will agree with me on this one. People will say, I don't know. I don't need to know how the CPU does it work and is, do is doing my computation. Okay, if you're willing to do that, then don't scream if your app is slow and you don't know why. You need to know. You need to know. As, as an engineer, this is your job. You need to know everything about your app. In and out. Or five guys. That wasn't funny. I thought it was it would be funny, but no. <laughs> All right, guys. So again, guys, read this article. Take it with a grain of salt. Whether you're in React or you're you don't use frameworks, I think there is something to learn from this article and the comments. You have to read the comment section, guys. I just I, I don't want to read them because there there are a lot of carnage in and I'm <laughs> fighting there. But I think there is, there is value. Always disassociate yourself from that. And my opinion about the whole thing is, personally, I have, I have built front-end applications, but they are ugly. I, get it, I agree with you. They are ugly because I use CSS, but it's not pretty CSS, so I'm learning that thing. But the one thing that I guarantee that my app gives is performance. That's because that's what I care about. Because I didn't build a website for an end user. And, and despite it being ugly, I then add a template to make it pretty. But what I my goal is to make it performant. Load fast, search fast, which is my back end, my, my experience, how how I can give you the most performance. And then the, the making it pretty is is not something I am I am good at, to be honest. I I know my limitation, right? I have self-awareness when it comes to this. Like, so I would hire someone to make my app look good, 
designer, design UX. These are good things that I just don't have time to learn and I don't have the skills. Just how to make the design look good, how to make design, how to make the apps look good and all that stuff. But I will guarantee you that everything that my front-end app does, I know what it does. And I know how to optimize every single thing there. Yeah, it might look ugly. So guys, you're going to laugh at me. Yesterday, I built an, a quick uh, application because I needed a, a, a front-end at my work there. And to this day, I still, to, to build a table, do you know what I use? Here's what I did, right? I, I load the app. The moment I load the HTML page, the second I load the HTML page, I have a script tag that, that loads a script, the JavaScript, and then it makes a call to the backend, which fishes a JSON. And then I use this JSON to build a table. And how do I do that? It's literally a document. I have a dev element, document get element by ID, get the dev ID, right? And then I create document.create element T table. Yes, I use tables, sue me. I use tables and TD and TR to this day. And I'm going to use them until the browser tells me stop using them. I love them. They are predictable. TR, TD, 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 TR, TD. And that's it. I build a table. I didn't have to do anything. I just made a loop and then built a table. It was very quick. Obviously, I'm not going to load the whole thing because I know that it's going to paginate the whole thing. So I'm going to page it nicely. Load next. Load the next thousand rows or hundred rows. So what I do. So I'm not going to use a library that does things when I know how to do it. And I don't really care how the front end looks because I can always make it better. Right? The performance is what I care about. However, if I'm going to build a chart, I have no clue how to build a chart or pie chart. I mean, I have an idea of how can I, I can create like a, a development that I make it like a progress bar. I can do things like that tricky if I, I don't want to use a library and I can do something like that. But why not just use a library? I use Google charts a lot to build like a, C, a CPU memory usage. I, I built like a monitoring app for internal use back in my, I think, four, four years ago. Like I was monitoring a cluster of machine. I want to know each cluster, each host, how much the CPU and memory. So I built a dashboard to just kind of read everything and then display this on a web dashboard. And I used it using Google chart and then just, just JavaScript and HTML. That's it. So something like that, if I'm going to need, then I'm going to use a chart library. And then I rely on that chart library to do its work. Now there's a performance problem with that portion of the web part, then I'm going to complain and I might decide to change it. But I know what portion are fast and I know what portion I have control over. That's the idea of things. And that's my opinion, guys, obviously. If you want to use React, please go ahead and use it, obviously. And just my own personal opinion and things is just know how things really work, right? What is it going? Like in my example, the chart, I know exactly what they are doing with this. So they are rendering it on the back end and they're giving me the results and then they're displaying it as FG, essentially. That's what they are doing, right? So I am I'm aware that Google are taking my data with this, right? And they are rendering it on the server. And I was fine with that. 
So if you are aware of what is happening in your app, I think it will be okay. Otherwise, I don't have a problem using React or not using React. So because I think this technology is gonna exist for a long time, just like jQuery still exists, just like Dojo still exists, just like any other library framework still exists. Guys, I'm gonna ask you the question, what do you think of this article? Let me know in the comment section below. I'm gonna see you on the next one. You guys stay awesome, goodbye.